This song was special to Tina. Pray for me. I was in sin's prison, oh, so dark and cold, just a lost sheep wandering from God's eternal fold. Then the door swung open, Jesus spoke to me, I have signed your pardon, now you Thank the Lord for these good songs. Uh, Tina loved those songs uh, the choir sang, and she especially loved that song that Sister Brenda sang. And uh, I appreciate uh, Vince getting them to sing those songs that Tina loved and would have wanted sung here today. And uh, I want to share some uh, obituary information with you, but before I do that, 
I want to comment about what a wonderful assembly this is today. So many people have come, and I thought, boy, it just uh, really expresses and shows the great amount of love that uh, folks have uh, for Tina and for Vince and their family. And so I appreciate the choir singing, and I appreciate Brenda singing, and uh, I want to share this information with you. And then uh, Brother Vince has asked uh, Ken Hall to come share some things with you this morning. And so when I sit down, we're going to ask Brother Ken to come. And after Ken comes and shares what's on his heart, then uh, Brother Vince also has asked my wife Linda to come sing another special favorite song that uh, Linda sang that uh, Tina loved. And so we'll be happy to do that. And then after that, God will and I share the message with you. But Tina Shide, 52, passed from this life at 2.51 a.m. on Sunday, October the 10th, 2021, at St. Rose Medical Center. She was born on May the 19th, 1969, in Lima to the late Raymond McCoy and Irene Riley Reisner, who survives in Lima. On June the 26, 2010, she married Vince Scheid, who survives in Lima. Tina received her bachelor degree in nursing, BSN, from Ohio Northern University and worked as a registered nurse at St. Regis Medical Center and as a school nurse at Kenton Schools. She was a very active member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church where she helped prepare many funeral dinners and with the children at church camp. She loved being on the beach and her Florida home. She enjoyed shooting and she was a member of the NRA and a lifetime member of the Sabres Gun Club. She enjoyed shopping and loved designing her dream home. Above all else, she loved her family, especially her grandchildren. Tina was loved by many and will be greatly missed. Surviving, in addition to her husband Vince, our son Brandon, Amy Perrine of Lima, her daughters Jessica and Sarah Johnson, both of Lima, her stepsons Kevin, Jessica Scheid of Fishers, Indiana, Brian, Megan Scheid of Lima, Jeff, Carey, Scheid of Columbus, and Scott, Nicole Scheid of Crytersville her 22 grandchildren with two more on the way, her one great-grandchild and one on the way. She is also survived by her brothers, David, Steve, and Ray McCoy, her sisters, Jackie Gooden, Deb Gooden, Rhonda Roberts, and Robin Proon, her special friends, Brenda and Kenny Hall, many nieces and nephews. She was preceded in death by an infant son and her in-laws, George and Ruth Scheid. I'd like to offer up just a word of prayer before I turn over to Brother Ken, so as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for letting us all get together here today. God, we know it's a sad time and our hearts are broken, but we also know there's some things, God, that you put on my heart I want to share a little later, uh, Lord, about the joyful side of this. And God, we thank you that you are a great God. Lord, nothing surprises you and you've made preparations for everything. God, thank you that you gave your son Jesus to die on the cross. Lord, that we could have eternal life. God, we praise you today for the songs that have been sung, for the glory road that we're traveling on, and God, that you let us out of sin's prison. God, we thank you today for all your blessings and your help and for touching us with your Holy Spirit today. God, we pray for this service, and we pray for those that are here, especially these family and, and close friends. God, we pray and we ask you these things in Jesus' loving name, and amen. We'll ask Brother Ken if he'll come. This is titled, I'm Free, and I think it would express exactly Tina's feelings. Don't grieve for me, for now I'm free. I followed the path that God laid for me. I took his hand when, he heard him, when I heard him call. I turned my back and left it all. 
I could not stay another day to laugh, to love, to work, or to play. Task left undone must stay that way. Oh yes, and these things I shall miss. In parting has left a void, then fill it with remembered joys. Be not burdened with the times of sorrow. I wish you the sunshine of tomorrow. My life's been full. I've savored much. Good friends, good times, and loved ones touch. Perhaps my life seemed all too brief. Don't lengthen it now with undue grief. Lift up your hearts and share with me. God wanted me now. He set me free.
and you close your eyes without any fear that's when faith steps in faith will carry that heavenly scene and you realize it isn't a dream that's when faith will end when you gaze on him face to face and you rest in his sweet embrace that's when faith will end. That's when faith will end. The very first time I sang that song that teen heard it, she said, that song tells my whole life from beginning when God called me till he's gonna call me home someday. Amen. And she said, I want you to sing that song for me. And I said, well, Tina, I hope I'm gone a long time before you are, but if I'm here and God will help me, I will do that. So I'm thankful that I got to sing this song for thank the Lord for that song. All the songs were great. And, and like I said about those other songs, uh, Tina loved that song. I've heard her talk to Linda about it numerous times, about faith. And uh, I'm glad that we're saved by grace through faith. And so faith's important. And uh, I praise God for faith that Linda was singing about. And again, I'm sad because of Tina's passing. But I'm happy because I know where she's gone. And I, I have a scripture on my heart in the uh, 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah. And uh, I want to share this with you. Uh, <clears throat> I'll just tell this. It's, uh, it's on my heart. I have on a little different necktie than I usually wear to a service like this. I don't know why I got in the pattern, but it's just become my custom uh, when I'm in a funeral and have a part in a funeral. I usually wear a, a red necktie or one that's some red. Sometimes it's totally red. But as I went in to get my necktie this morning, early, uh, I saw this tie that had eagles on it. Maybe everybody can see that. It's a tie that has eagles on it and has a, a part of a scripture from the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah and uh, verse 31 about uh, the eagles soaring. Let me read it to you. Again, Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. <laughs> they shall walk and not faint. It's on my heart this morning to give you three pictures of when Tina 
soared like an eagle. I remember when she started coming back to church, you know, she used to come when she was just a child. And uh, then somewhere along the way, uh, didn't come. And uh, she was communicating with Linda and telling her, you know, how sad and how downhearted she was and hardly knew what to do. And Linda said, honey, come home. We'll be praying for you to come to church. Come home. And so she did. She started coming. Give her a lot of credit. And so one Sunday morning, and this was... Uh, back in 2014. One Sunday morning when the spirit moved real powerful and God was calling and the church sang the great songs of Zion and the gospel went out and uh, we were singing an invitation song. Tina got up from where she was sitting and she came and she bowed at the altar and we had prayer with her. And boy, I'm telling you, she really prayed. And when she got up from the altar, she was weeping and her face was smiling and she was happy. And I asked her uh, if she had something she wanted to say. And she said, yeah, I do. I want to say something. She said, I thought I'd gotten saved when I was a little child, but I hadn't. Said the gospel reached me and showed me uh, that I was lost and I needed to be born again. And she said, I'm saved now. I'm so You talk about soaring like an eagle. Uh, I praise God. Uh, I've got a scripture over here in, in the book of Ephesians. I want to share with you along that line. Uh, this is a chapter 2 and verse 4. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us, that means made us alive, together with Christ by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. She was dead in the trespasses of sin and the gospel reached her and she trusted Jesus by faith and the grace of God came down. You talk about soaring like an eagle. Uh, if you've ever been saved by the grace of God, you know what I'm talking about. And if you've never been saved, you can be and then you'll know uh, really and truly what I'm talking about. I was as low as I could get when I was lost in the trespasses and in sin. But when I came, like Tina testified that she came, when I came to an all of repentance and I trusted Jesus, he took all the weight off of me. Uh, I could fly like an eagle spiritually because God took the weight off of me. He gave me something uh, to fly with. He gave me power to fly. It's the Holy Spirit of the true and the living God. And so uh, that's, that's the first experience that I want to share with you about flying like an eagle. Then as we go through life and we're saved by the grace of God, when you get saved, you've got everlasting life. But still, as you go through life, you have some down times and you have some heartaches and you have some valleys that you go through. Even the psalmist, he said in Psalms 23 and verse 4, he said, uh, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. To comfort means to lift up out of the valley of despair. And so a lot of times as Tina went through life, and of course there was ups and downs, and we all have those ups and downs, but the Spirit of God, and I've heard her testify, I've had some troubles, but God's been so good to me. Let me tell you about another time that come to my I want to tell you about two times that come to my mind. I just came on my heart. I want to share with you. It wasn't too long after uh, that Tina had gotten saved, and I'll share this part. Uh, Tina was so excited when she got saved. Uh, she shared with Linda and me. She said, uh, after I got saved, she said, I was telling Vince about it. And said, I, I didn't know how much he understood about that. But so I said, will you go to my baptizing? And she was happy because he said, yeah, I'm going to go to your baptizing. But then she was a little worried because he said, now I'm going to go to your baptizing, but don't expect me to go to church with you all the time. I don't know if I want to go to church with you all the time. I'm not promising you I'm going to go to church with you all the time, but I'm going to go to your baptizing. Well, 
So Lynn told her, said, honey, just one step at a time, just pray and uh, bring him to you baptizing and just see what God does. Boy, we had a good baptizing that day. I, I got such a blessing. I saw Linda showed me a picture. Somebody sent her or showed her, or maybe it was on Facebook, about the baptizing. It was about me giving Tina a hug, and we were both crying. And I remembered that day so clearly and how the Spirit moved. And Tina got a hold of Linda after the baptizing. She was so excited. She said, Vince told me on the way home, said, I am going to come back to church with you. I'm going to come to church with you. I, I've decided I am coming. So God had touched his heart, and he wanted to come to church. Well, it wasn't too many times after he came to church that the gospel uh, got a hold of Vince's heart real good, and the Holy Spirit was calling him. God did uh, the same thing in Vince's life he'd done in Tina's life. Vince came to Jesus, and he got saved. You talk about getting happy. Uh, Vince was happy, but Tina was happy with him. She said, God has been so good to me. He saved my soul and now he saved my husband. So talk about soaring like an eagle. Boy, that's a time that she soared like an eagle. And you know, it said in here, it talked about how good she loved her grandchildren. And boy, she did. She talked about her grandchildren. She loved her grandchildren. She loved her family. Uh, she I just wanted to be close to everybody. She said, I want to be in fellowship with everybody. She said, I want to be a light. I want to be a light to somebody. She said, I want to be a light to, uh, to everybody I can, especially my grandchildren. And I talked to uh, Donovan just a little while ago. And uh, he was sitting up here in the front end over here. And I went over to sit down by him. I said, buddy, let's reminisce a little bit. I said, uh, I want to make sure I've got this right. I said, uh, uh, you're the grandchild of Tina that got saved at church camp, aren't you? He said, yes, sir, I am. I'm the one. I got saved at church camp. And I said, boy, I'll tell you what, Donovan. I said, I remember when that happened, and I remember how happy your grandmother got. You talk about uh, soaring like an eagle. Her spirit went pretty high that day. She got so excited, and she was so happy and so thrilled uh, that her grandson got saved. And I said, now, Donovan, uh, I'd like to be able to, uh, to tell this in the service today, but I'll leave that up to you. And I asked him for permission. I said, would you give me permission to tell it? He said, yes, sir. Tell anything you want to. Son, I appreciate you giving me permission to tell it. And I can remember, I can remember that day just about clear as if it was yesterday. Uh, it helped me after you and I talked about it a little bit. And uh, I remember when you come and you said you'd gotten saved and how happy your grandmother got. Praise God. We got some things to rejoice about, some things to be happy about. I'm glad that I'm saved, and I'm, I'm glad I'm on my way to heaven. And uh, though we go through some low places and some valleys down here, I'm telling you what, uh, God said rejoice evermore. Even though we go through some valleys, some of the valleys I've been in, I've been able to rejoice even when I was in the midst of the valley. And I'll tell you what, Tina was amazing. Uh, she had some uh, really severe and lengthy sicknesses, but it seemed like the farther she went in her sickness and even maybe the worst sick that she got, uh, she praised God the more. And she, Vince, uh, and I know she said this to you because she said it to me and said it to Linda many times. Uh, we'd talk to her and ask her how she was doing. And she said, we're having a rough time. And she'd maybe explain some of the rough places you went to. But maybe then she'd even weep. She said, but God's been so good to me. She said, God's been so good to me. Everything's all right and I'm going to be all right. No matter what happens, I'm all right because I've got the Lord in my heart. And she said, it's okay. If I stay here, I, I'm happy. But if I leave here, I'm going home. Boy, she had uh, something in her heart and in her life that even in the midst of the storm, let me tell you this. Uh, this thought just came to my mind uh, 
Many years ago, I had a message about the eagles, and I'd studied some on it, even naturally speaking, studying on it. And this thought came back to my mind. I read on the natural level that very seldom does an eagle ever get harmed in a storm. As bad as the hurricane might be or the tornado might be, uh, eagles don't usually get affected by that. And here's the reason why. The harder the wind blows and the harder the storm shakes, the higher the eagle flies. The eagles fly above the storm. So the storm uh, can't take the eagle down because the bigger the storm, the higher the eagle goes. Boy, that's the way God's children are. God's able to get us above the storm. And I praise God that he's able to do that. And we've got a God that's such a big God. And now, I want to share another verse of scripture with you. I want you to think about this. And Jesus said this. And he was talking about death and dying. And he was talking about the end. And he said this, Wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. And uh, I want to tell you that, and then I want to share uh, back just a, a couple of verses or a couple of chapters, rather a couple of chapters before that. It's talking about Lazarus and the rich man in the Bible. Both of them died. Lazarus was just a poor beggar, and he died, and the rich man died. You know what? That's something we all have in common. We're all going to die. But Jesus was explaining about Lazarus when he died. He said, the, the angels come and got him and took him to Abraham's bosom. You talk about flying like an eagle. That's where the eagles are gathered together at. I'm telling you what, when, that's the third thing. See, I talked about the first case that now she flew like an eagle when she got saved. Uh, the other cases that she flew like an eagle where she rejoiced in the Lord because the Spirit lifted her up and God blessed her. Now finally that third picture of flying like an eagle here just a few days ago uh, God uh, delivered the Spirit from the body uh, when she died. Uh, the angels come and got her. She was able to fly over home and you know what? She'll never have another valley to go through. She'll never have another sickness or heartache to go through. She'll have, never have another problem to deal with because she's gone where the eagles never quit soaring. She's gone home to be with Jesus. Well, I praise God, and I'm glad that there's power to soar like an eagle. And I, let, me, let me close in prayer again. Uh, that's as far as I need to go in the message. I want to close in prayer again. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you today for visiting us for being with us, for letting us feel the power of your Holy Spirit, uh, letting us feel a little of the eagle move in our lives. God, thank you for this great congregation that's here today, Father. Thank you for Tina and for what she's meant to us and how she helps us even now, and for Vince and all the family. Uh, God, thank you for the friends and family that are here today. That means so much. God, I pray that you comfort and help and bless each one of us that are here today. Uh, God, you know our need, and you're able to supply it. And God, just like Tina said, God is always good. And just like Tina said, God has never failed me. God has never failed me. And God, I praise you that you never failed her and you've never failed me and you'll never fail any of us. Thank you, God, for your grace and mercy. God, we pray that you just touch people's hearts and help people according to every need. And God, in Jesus' loving name, we pray and amen. Now, in just a moment, I want to turn the service back over to the funeral director, but I want to remind everybody there won't be a processional away from here today. Uh, when the service is over here, there's going to be a meal. meal there's going to be a, a luncheon 
uh, serve for family and friends. That's going to be out here in the fellowship hall. So we will have a final viewing when I turn over to the funeral director. So they'll let everybody come around like we normally do. But when you go out of the sanctuary and you go out, those of you that would like to stay and be with us for the meal uh, and fellowship, you can just turn and go down the aisle out there and go into the fellowship hall, and we'd be glad to have you. We, we're glad you're here today. So turn over to the funeral director. It's been a really tough week, as you can all imagine, but first off, I wanted to thank everyone for all the prayers that were offered for Tina over the past weeks. Um, it, it meant everything. As hard as it is, I'm glad she has peace. Uh, the one thing she really wanted was to get the family more together, and she succeeded, and I want the family to be so close now. But I want to thank everybody for coming. She had no idea how loved she was. And it's going to be tough, you know, and you look and we would say she has so many accomplishments in her life. She became a nurse when nobody thought she could. And she said, I'm going to do it. I mean, she made a promise to her dad and she kept that promise. She was so proud of her kids. That's a great accomplishment right here that she struggled so much by herself to do so much for them. But her biggest accomplishment, as Terry said, was getting saved. And her second biggest accomplishment was to get me saved. And that was a tough one. So she never forced me. She never pushed me. But she was always there for me. She was my sweetheart. And I've got a hole, it may never heal, but I know that she's where she needs to be, and she's at peace, and she has no more pain. And thank you so much. I love you all. <laughs>